0: welcome everyone to the cub Cooker supernatural podcast my name is jacob cougar but my friends call me cub and you should too today we're going to talk about the strange weird the far out reality of angels that maybe we haven't been told what are they what are they not what realm are they even in And are we possibly lumping them all together rather than trying to understand the distinctions, classifications, and purposes of these angelic beings? Welcome in the comments today as you guys join. I really appreciate you being here. If at any point you feel like this broadcast has value, has power in it, is bringing you something that other people aren't, please consider dropping a gift below in the stars or the super chats or the gifts or wherever you find the tipping availability on whatever platform you're listening to or watching on so getting into this today what i'm going to share with you will challenge literally everything you think you know okay with that said uh, what I'm going to share at the very end of this, this will be about 45 minutes, maybe an hour, depending on how long I talk. What I'm going to share at the very end, do not skip to the end if you're watching the restream version of this. You need to hear the whole message. Okay, I get comments all the time on, you talked for 20 minutes and didn't say anything, and then they skip to the end and they go, oh, you didn't say anything at the end. Guys, it's a it's a whole message, a whole message. Everything, this is a stream of consciousness pours through me, I tap into the flow and I go on it, okay? People ask, how do you do this? How do you do so much content? I flow, I flow, I flow, I flow. That's what I'm here, this is literally my gift to reality. This is my purpose in life, to sit here every day and flow on these ideas and help open your consciousness to a higher form of reality. With that said, what I'm going to share at the very end today is a very bold statement. It is a very, very, very good possibility about the nature of reality. And for those that believe it, it will change your life. Now, with that said, very bold statement. I get that, but I'm going to back it up by the time I get to the end here. Um, And by the way, it's what most people who have grown up in church or read the Bible or studied this even on their own, maybe you've had a thought like that, but I can almost guarantee you haven't heard it in this form that I'm going to share with you at the end of this video, and it could make all the difference in your life. So as we get going here, um, I typed in angels on the Bible search. And I just want to look at like some of the broad overview of verses of angels. Um, and like, where do we, where do we even get this idea from? So, um, you know, we look in Psalms, Psalms 103 20, it says, bless the Lord, uh, which there, as we know, as we've talked about earlier is Yahweh. Um, o you, his angels, you mighty ones do his word, obeying the voice of his word. Okay. So I'm going to stop there. Uh, As I've talked about before, Yahweh is not what we would consider the source being of the universe. He is, by all intents and purposes, a little g God that is uh, manifest on this earth to be the Lord of this earth. Okay, that's not even just my opinion on this. That is like boldly obvious through the biblical text if you read it outside of a religious lens and you read it for like what it is so nothing against anyone whatever faith tradition you are walk of life orientation we love you we love you we love you welcome here in love and light please drop in the comments uh what you think of this video um and and give me something besides the you know the uh you're wrong or whatever Tell me what you actually think. Tell me why. I love having discussions. I love to hear your opinions and thoughts. Um, So with that said, uh, thank you for being here. Uh, Don says, hey, from Michigan. What's up, Don? How are you doing? Welcome. Janine, thank you for being here. Uh, Tristan, welcome. We're not going to talk about demons today, Tristan. uh, I mean, I'll kind of broach the subject a little, but that's actually a whole other set of studies that I think that we don't understand um and i'd love to do a collab on that with a good friend of mine who understands demonology way way more than i do i don't know unable to process this request unstable connection okay come on come on internet let's get a stable connection here i don't know what's going on so uh what is this uh faith for lack of better word Um, Okay, so yes, this takes a lot of faith to really even think of angels like this. And so this is a more biblically accurate angel, by the way, that I have behind me here. Um, Unfortunately, what we think of as angels, you know, with like uh, men and women in robes um, or like big old wings behind them um, is not really the necessary description of them. Now, there are a few times they manifest as that or even the word messengers which has been easily replaced with angels because angels can be messengers, angels can be guardians, angels can be warriors, angels can be uh, guarding the elements of the universe, they can be tying reality together, they can be there to usher people into the psychic or the psychic-delic realms, as we've talked about before on here. Um, and so with that said, uh, these things are as numerous as animals on our planet. Think about how many different types of deer there are in the planet. Um just because it's this type of deer, it could be a reindeer, it could be a mule deer, it could be a cottontail. It could be like think about how many different types of spiders and worms and bears and mountain goats. Like we have so many different types of creatures on the planet and then just snap into the next reality, snap into the authentic reality that's around us that we can't see with the two eyes that we have, but we can see it with the third eye, right? Um, and what's the third eye, okay? The third eye is something that's not necessarily um, fun, comfortable, uh, or what I might even call safe to open while you are here within this realm. Uh, the third eye is something that we have as a tool to allow us to step into those dimensions. And by the way, through things like breathwork, yoga, meditation okay is is what i'm uh being a proponent of here by the way just for the obvious comments of oh yeah you can do blah 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 no 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 i'm talking about like honest you're preparing your heart your soul your spirit yourself to experience another reality not ripping that thing open and dealing with all of the things that come with that so uh trust me guys i know from both sides of that coin um and your meditation your yoga um, is is going to be what most most of us should be uh, engaging with. So yes, Kundalini yoga, absolutely, uh, very very powerful. By the way, I'm not even that good at doing all this yoga stuff, but um, you know when I do it, I can activate different colors and shapes and stuff in my visual cortex and my third eye. Uh, so pretty pretty wild stuff, pretty interesting stuff. Um, and with that said, comes like deeper understandings, feelings of warmth, feelings of love. Uh, because you're doing it with the heart chakra, by the way. That's another thing like everybody's all, always worried about. What if I catch a demon? Well, a demon is not a cold, guys, okay? A demon attaches to your low vibration energy when you are in a bad place, when your mind, your heart, your spirit are all in a bad place because you are not in agreement with your divinity and your true self as a child of the supreme being and source of this universe, Okay. Uh, love this. Uh Grubb says, Great job, my guy. Excellent information. Thank you so much. Uh Louved says, uh, don't you need a healthy hormone balance to unlock your third eye? You need healthy everything. I mean, that's the whole thing. Like, you know, you start playing with your third eye. Um, it's just like if you try to go run a marathon and you're not in shape. I mean, you've got to be in shape in many, many different ways to do this. That's why yoga meditation, um, all of these things are Uh, There's a lot of the karmic level of it where you're doing something and you you get your body, uh, your mind, your heart, everything in alignment and ready for those awakenings. That's why it doesn't happen overnight. Yes, there are plants and medicines and all kinds of stuff out on the planet that can rip that baby open for you. But I'm telling you, you're not receiving the right information if you're not ready for it and you're not fully in alignment. Um, All it's going to do is terrify you, um, freak you out, put you in a weird place and potentially be something that you have to spend a long time healing from. Um, And that's what they ain't going to tell you, by the way. You got a lot of people out here that are like, oh, I do this stuff every day and blah, blah, blah. You know, and that's cool. Like if that's their vibe, like I love them. Great. More power to them. But I'm just telling you guys for 99.999% of people on this planet, you're just not ready for that. Uh, You have to put yourself in a place where um, you can awaken this because you are consciously calling it to you. So with that said, these angels in the Bible, we have multiple versions of angels. We have angels that are given in what is called a vision, which could be called a third eye sight or an awakening, um, or what we would call um, a psychic delic experience. Uh, We also have angels that are manifest Physically, within technological realms, we see even the vision that Ezekiel has by the Kabar River. I'm going to share that in a minute, Um, that we see the wheel inside the wheel, that there are literally two disc-shaped objects that look like a barrel, which is like a green, uh, translucent, pearly gem, um, that these things actually float up and down. He sees these torches moving in and out of them. Uh, orbs of glowing amber guys like literally like could you get more extraterrestrial vibes from that by the way um because I, I gotta tell you i do okay and we know that this is within the yahweh realm so like in the old testament and in many many other ancient cultures they worshipped these entities that were what would be considered sons of god um, or angels um, or these type of gods okay And so we've talked about that before. And so, again, this is not to take anything away from anyone's faith. Um, I know there's a lot of people out there. You've probably heard the name Yahweh. You've probably sang it at church and raised your hand and, oh, praise. And, guys, I've been there, too. But then if you examine the character of the entity Yahweh and then you tell me, examine the character of everything that he did, even breaking his own commandments— unaliving millions um you don't have to look far to realize that people like jesus buddha even uh the stories of krishna are revealing a different supreme being a source in all so um let's see uh uh i was seeking this from above the eagle yes absolutely um and so there's a lot of native American. i'm assuming you're talking about native american spirituality There's a ton of this type of stuff within that, obviously, uh, very in tune with the earth and with spirit guides. Um, So with that said, we're getting into, like, the book of Revelation is wild. I mean, all you have to do is open that and go, this is a trip. Um, Then in Daniel 6.22, it says, My God sent his angel and shut the lion's mouth, and they have not harmed me because I was found blameless before him. And also before you, O king, I have done no harm. Um, in Acts, it says, Now an angel of the Lord said to Philip, Rise and go towards the south, the road that goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza. This is a desert place. In Acts 5.19, it says, But during the night an angel of the Lord opened the prison doors and brought them out. Um, as we continue in this, there's New Testament, there's Old Testament, there are angelic entities in the ancient uh, mystic texts of the east there are angelic entities in the egyptian mythologies there are angelic entities within native american within aboriginal um, within indigenous peoples i mean they're literally everywhere um, in second peter 2 11, it says whereas angels though greater in might and power do not pronounce a blasphemous judgment against them before the lord so we see like a lot of mechanisms of what angels are supposed to do what they're for what they believe they're for um and we have to understand and just so you guys know where i'm coming from um i am coming from a place of that there is no perfect written word of god um To even write the word of God in the 3D realm would inherently be blasphemous against the perfection, the majesty, the grandeur that is the supreme being, or as I call it, the source. And that we are inherently the children of that supreme being. And what I'm going to share at the end will take you into a whole different thought experiment and totally blow your mind around this. So um, we see in Revelation... Uh, He falls down, John falls down, and he's like trying to worship the angel. Uh, And the angel says, you must not do that. I am a fellow servant with you. Uh, In the Bhagavad Gita, Krishna reveals himself as a multi-faced cosmic entity of colors, shapes, sounds, millions of tongues, multiple eyes. I think it said millions of arms. I can't remember. I'm paraphrasing. But the the Bhagavad Gita representation of the supreme being is amazing. And it's like all these other little angelic entities put together into one entity, um, which is within all things. So, um, let's see. um, Any good comments here? I'm just looking. So... um, I see a one-eyed being when I fall asleep lady taylor says very interesting i mean it's very very common for people to see uh different eyes different types of entities looking in on them when they sleep or astral travel or lucid dream um you know i've seen them too um so it's it's definitely it's pretty wild cuz it's not something you see on the subway right you know this is a this is a pretty crazy thing so Uh, let's all become heroes says, uh, what is the name of the supreme being and who is source? Um, and so kind of how I approach that is to even name it would be blasphemous, right? Like, uh, why does it need a name? Because it is the, all the one it is. Um, and so to even throw a gender on it or an ideology behind it rather than experience it and just become its child, Um, is inherently how we end up with all these issues, guys, and people arguing, this is the name of God, that's the name of God. You don't understand. It's just like, look at the characteristics. God is light. He is love. He is connection in and through all things. Every good thing in the energetic universe is of him. In fact, the energetic universe is him. Uh, We have this 3D matrix, which is basically like a, software program running over the energetic universe to slow it down into physical 3d objects shapes people things Um, and then when you begin to vibrate at a higher level you start to see beyond the realms into the quantum into all the possibilities into the authentic reality with the authentic spiritual being that is what we might call god by the way and unfortunately 99.99999% Of the time when we say God is this or God is that, we don't have a clue what we're talking about. And I know from experience, because I've been there, this is what God wants me to do. God is this, God is a warrior, God is love, God is blah, blah, blah. Like, we don't have a clue. And most of the time we're talking about a God that we have created into the world, or that is what we would consider an extraterrestrial entity coming down in our 3D plane to then harvest the energy from our Uh, Our physical bodies anything that we can do to serve into its system And so we see what's called the beast system Everybody's worried about that, especially within like the evangelical community the whole Jesus is coming on a cloud community If you believe that that's fine. I'm not here to rag on you with that I love you, but I do believe that the second coming of Christ is within us that we are literally the Christ together There is no difference between you and me. We are that child of god that's what i personally believe and so to look for him coming on a cloud is inherently foolish because we don't even understand what that means the idea of the cloud the mist coming down setting upon the higher chakras within the body and then ultimately landing within the heart chakra and living from that truth is the only way that we can all ascend together um, and so with that said, um, let's see, Randy says, uh, God should be referred to as masculine by analogy. Um, I mean, that's your preference, Randy, that's totally cool. Uh, but like literally the, the entity of the Supreme being is, is, is a genderless thing. I mean, it's not, it's everyone. So therefore there's no, uh, like why do we argue about that and so again, I'm not talking about gender thing here But I'm saying to even try to put a physical trait on a spiritual god makes zero sense Not even for your physical brain. Should we even attempt to do that? to attempt an authentic read on who the supreme being is so uh, Absolutely. Jesus gives us power to be sons of god, but randy i'm gonna blow your mind my brother at the end here I'm gonna share something about jesus That i can guarantee you you didn't know you will disagree with me i can almost guarantee you but at the very end of this you're going to go home with a thought in your mind that might haunt you for the next year the next two years the next three i don't know how long maybe just overnight maybe it snaps in and you go wait a minute Cooker was right something he said made a total whole lot of sense i think he's on to something maybe we've missed the mark maybe we've missed the boat Maybe we've missed the point about all of these stories and what they mean. And I'm going to share that here in a minute. Um, Somebody says, what is that in the background? So this is my representation of one of my favorite angelic entities. And I'm going to go ahead and jump in, give you guys the classifications that are all uh, from the Bible. um, And from there's going to be a bunch of different cultures in here. Catholicism, you're going to have Judaism, Christianity, um, you're going to have... Um, a lot, a lot of different ones here. So here are the classifications of angels. Uh, you're going to have Seraphim, Cherubim, Thrones, Dominions or Lordships, Virtues, Powers and Authorities, Principalities and Rulers, Archangels, Guardian Angels. Um, and then we get into the subcategories where we get things like Ophanim, which are my favorite ones. Uh, we have these Seraphim things, um, But this is kind of my representation of if an Ophanim was biologic. Uh, They are described very technologically in the Bible. In my opinion, they literally are like UFO flying saucer type things. Uh, The eyes, you know, the wheel inside the wheel and the eyes surrounding them. Oftentimes we draw the wheel inside the wheel like this. I just like the look of this. And obviously I believe that if I can even think of this, there's some sort of entity out there that looks like this within the quantum or within uh at least our realm of conscious creations uh bless you sir thank you pat uh thank you jose thank you very much i appreciate you my friend uh elizabeth says i think the same it's beautiful darling says thank you very much i think it is too i think it has a loving eyes i think it sees the truth within each of us whatever this thing is um this is made with ai technology guys i programmed it and told it what to paint uh, but it came out with this beautiful image. I tell it how to do the focus and the colors and what type of camera I want it to look like it was taken with, all those little things. Like I put a lot of effort into all this artwork, um, but I think it's very, very cute. Uh, I wouldn't mind having a plush of this. I think it's really cool. Uh, multiple eyes, definitely seen through multiple dimensions. Um, I think it's very telling that we have two eyes. Like think about that. Um, If you cover one eye, you're going to lose depth perception is what it's called. Depth perception. So think about this. Depth perception. What is it? You're seeing the depth within the three-dimensional matrix. So you have two eyes to see in the 3D. Three eyes to see in the 4D. Four eyes to see in the 5D. Do you see how that works? You can't actually see uh all of those dimensions at once but you can perceive them that's why it's called depth perception you're perceiving the depth within a realm or reality um and in fact i actually want to call it a dimension call it what it is here a dimension is like layers and stacks realities or realms are uh what we might consider infinite by the way infinite Um, i think that there is a stack of uh dimensions and i believe that dimensions are finite in nature this is just my belief just my weird belief guys i believe dimensions are finite in nature and realities and realms are infinite in nature uh infinity by definition does not mean one to infinity it means everything all at once all the same all the time now okay so think about that with infinity what is infinity if this is an infinite being and you're an infinite being Think about the reality that we live in being everything all at once, always together now. Okay. We think about infinity as forever in linear time, but we need to stop that linear time and move it into the now. It is everything all at once now together. Think about that. Like mind blow guys. These are some mind blowing thoughts today. Thank you guys for the stars. God bless you guys. I really appreciate it. Real quick, I want to jump on and share. If you haven't joined our Mythos community, we've got some Mythos members in here today. Um, it's our patron support community. If you love what I'm doing here, you want to get more involved in the community, and you want to jump on a live call with me every single Saturday and talk about all this stuff, talk about your ideas, share your walk with me and with the community, uh, go check out the Mythos membership. It is only 9 bucks a month, one of the cheapest uh, patron memberships out there for somebody who gets on personally and talks with the community. Um, I love what we're doing. It is really where the love is built within this community. And, uh, we would love to have you over there if you love what we're doing, but you also, you're like, I gotta have cub hold my hand and I want him to take me there. I know that I'm called to something. I believe that I'm a light worker, a star seed an indigo, somebody who is sent to the planet. To help raise the consciousness and break through all the BS, all the belief systems in the world, and bring something that is more transcendent, more loving, more full of light than uh, what we've been given, what we've been given here. Then check out Charisma Light Warrior Academy. It is open now. There's about 75 videos in there now. Um, I'm uploading a ton more even this weekend, and then as you do it, more will unlock and open up. Um, It is probably one of the most comprehensive academies I've ever seen for this type of spirituality, for activating your spiritual gifts, understanding different realms, understanding the nature of reality, your relationship to the supreme being, the universe, the source, whatever you want to call it, um, and actually stepping into your power as a divine being. This is not for the faint of heart. Okay, this is not just um, you know a call to action for anybody willy-nilly that feels like joining it. If you feel called and you resonate with it, you can go check out the page. Everything's over at cubcooker.com. C-U-B-K-U-K-E-R.com. Uh, the people that have joined Charisma are already doing incredible work. Uh, they share in the Mythos group. You get Mythos for free, by the way, if you join Charisma. Um, all of them are on memberships, so you can cancel anytime all of that directly supports me God bless you and thank you for that The book of Ezekiel we hear about the um, the cherubim uh, they're represented by wild animals um, an ox, a human, an eagle um, and a lion and so we often see like tapestries of these things drawn um, and they look very much um, they're very esoteric even like the representation of you know we have a domestic animal in here uh, like the oxen uh, we have humanity then we have uh, the birds of the air or the lords of the air like we have in the Sumerian mythology Enlil is the lord of the air um, and then we have uh, the lion which is representative of all wild animals so really really interesting like when you look at the etymology of these words and what the uh, descriptors are of these angelic entities, um, and so we have to understand whether it's biblical text, spiritual text, whatever it is. There's so much packed in there. There's esotericism, which is it's hidden under the surface. It's for those with eyes to see, ears to hear. There's literalism where events actually happened. Um, there are very weird, again, psychic, delic experiences. Uh, where people are entering the psychic realm and being told things, uh, having that vision. Um, So the Bible is a, a melting pot of all of these types of different things. And a lot of what happens in the Old Testament is what we would largely consider extraterrestrial. And a lot of times when we call things angels, angelic beings, they are Almost exactly the descriptors of what we will hear in extraterrestrial experiences. Uh, the farmer goes out in the field, sees a ball of light, the light hits him with a beam, he's told something psychically, he then has a vision. Um, or the uh, ranch hand is working in the field and all of a sudden wakes up in, se- in the interior of some sort of spacecraft. He's able to see stars and winds and all kinds of stuff through. Uh, the portholes of the windows of this craft he can hear the extraterrestrials talking a lot of times There's you know, we've heard of all the experimentation that type of thing uh, by abductees of extraterrestrial activity um, You can go read communion by Whitley Strieber. You can go watch close encounters a lot of this stuff While you know, it's been fancified for television and movies uh, of, of course is somewhere based in an experience that someone had so why do we call those things sci-fi uh well those people might be out of their mind but then we call ezekiel a prophet so ask yourself that question what's the difference and why um and so with that said i want to share one of the wildest things about this Um, i'm not going to dig deep 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 into the classifications of these uh because like i could get into thrones and dominions and lordships i mean you've got dominions um are celestial beings of the hierarchy of lordships. You got virtues, uh, there's the spirits of motion. Um, powers and authorities are the ones that have power over evil forces. Principalities and rulers are um, angels that guide and protect nations, groups of people or institutions such as the church. Um, and then you have archangels considered um, to be Uh, um so the archangels are kind of like the the royalty type angels right like they're the the more glorified ones that do a lot of the heavenly works um and so with that said i want to share something pretty wild here Uh, archangels too often have been described as the little literal arcs of light that they live within the arcs of light and and can i prove any of this no absolutely not but but we can talk about it from with a conscious mind and an open mind and open heart. Um, and so as we get into this, um, one of the things I want to propose here, this entity, uh, extraterrestrial gods and angels, whatever they are, are inherently creations. And the Supreme being is the uncreated. Even we see in the old Testament things like Yahweh Baal. Asherah different different gods within there we can sit here and argue and we say well, you know Baal wasn't real It was just a statue and it was just an evil entity or whatever Um, And then we get into it and we go well, you know, but Yahweh was real. He led the people well guys There were many other gods that led other nations other tribes To their promised lands. I mean this is not a new story we have here in the West We've adopted that story of the Hebrew people being moved through the desert. And I have nothing against that, by the way. Um, I I celebrate that culture, absolutely love that. But my biggest question is, how? How is that the Supreme Being? How is that the uncreated God, the Father in spirit and in truth in all things? And the answer honestly is, guys, is, is nothing within this 3D realm is yet the energy within all things is. And so it's not not until we tap into that spiritual reality that we can even begin to understand who the authentic God is, or as I say, the supreme being or the source. And so with that, to think about all these entities, all of these angelic entities, whether it's an Ophanom that is in this uh, psychic realm, whether it is an extraterrestrial God descending upon the earth, all things are created from within and if you get into the quantum realm and you understand the metaphysics now that's the outside of physics this is not the widely accepted physics but outside the physics into the meta physics then we understand that we are inherently energetic beings and that we are inherently the son or the child of the most high uncreated spiritual entity that runs in and through all things in all realms realities planes of existence or what we called it dimensions earlier that that truth and light runs through all things and what we have here in the 3d is merely shadows and types of what is the truth about our reality and that thought in and of itself is one of the most mind-blowing things. And what I wanted to share for people, of course, we get lots of people, Jesus is the way, the truth, the life. And I I love that, love that verse. Um, and And I believe that that to be true, but not in the religious sense. I believe it to be true in the spiritual sense of the Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. The I am. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. I can't come to the Father except through me. You can't come to the Father except through you. And so think about that, guys. Think about what it means, the fact that the kingdom of God is within you. Jesus said the kingdom does not come with visible signs. It does not come in the air the ocean. If it comes in the air, the birds are closer than you. We have millions of people right now waiting for Jesus to come on a cloud. When I believe the second coming is within, we are the Christ we've waited for. And by By definition, we really are the only thing. I am the only thing that exists. You are the only thing that exists. Anytime a friend calls you, it's because you wanted them to call you. Anytime um, you go into a a life situation, good, bad, or ugly, is because you are the only entity. You are testing the you. God doesn't test you. God just wants you to wake up and realize that you are his child. And that I think is the ultimate reality. And if you honestly read the gospels, all the spiritual texts, everything with an open eye, you will understand exactly what I'm talking about. And all the fear, uncertainty, and doubt melts away. And you're not worried about a God that judges you, which is inherently the God of dis-ease, the God of insanity, the God of my own construct, and why is it that people thousands of years ago got to see gods descend upon the earth? They worshipped them. They were given different laws. This is not just the biblical one, by the way. This is in uh, the aboriginal cultures. There's Native American stories of this. There's all kinds of different ones. It's because there are other entities, possibly us in another timeline, descending upon the earth. When we really are supposed to be living together as one entity as the christ the one being in the universe save the father besides the father because it's the father the mother and the son that is ultimately the divine trinity and this father this mother this child the child is us the divine feminine the divine masculine combined is the ultimate energetic projection of love and light Through all things and when we wake up one day and you may do this tomorrow you may do it in three months a year you may completely disagree with me and go away going that guy's such a moron but maybe this thought will haunt you what if i create everything i experience even my god and that is one of the scariest things in the world so then we stop trying to create a god And we actually start experiencing our reality as a child of source. That is something that we can't create or manufacture. That is something that we have to either be in agreement with it or we're not. And it just is or we disagree with it. And again, this is a hard message. And I hope that it makes sense coming from beginning to end all the way through to the middle of it that reality is not what we've been told it's not linear it's not concrete it's not constructed and all creations are coming from within the universe is created from within each of us every planet every galaxy every entity is all because of the one being that lives in all is in a dream and when we wake up and become lucid of that then we can be true co-creators of that most high spiritual entity which we can't even fathom all we can do is agree that we are its child and we are one i love you i hope you have a great day thank you so much uh kane says you are 100% facts point brother thank you so much uh divergent says i agree Um, she walks in light Says Jesus called us gods. Uh, angels too should also be gods. Absolutely. Um, boom. Did you just say loop? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's all an arc guys. It's all an invert. What is that in, in, uh, I think one of the Avengers movies where he talks about an inverted Mobius strip. It is an, an endless loop, like literally 10,000 years ago is today. And today is 10,000 years in the future. Because it's all in infinity. It's an eternity, which is now. It's all now. Everything all at once now, together as one. That is the love and the light. That is the Christ. That is all of us as one. And this doesn't just mean, like, think. take this thought experiment even deeper than, I'm connected to this person. I'm connected to, no, no, no. They don't even exist. Because you are all. Because you are the child of god again mind-blowing guys may not sit well with a lot of you and that's fine may sit well with you in a year maybe in a few days maybe a few months maybe it'll haunt you and you'll go wait a minute wait a minute i think there's more i think there's more and i think that all this stuff that's written down and that we see and we've got traditions and everything they're beautiful they're beautiful but they all come short of understanding the authentic reality. Peace love and happiness, absolutely. Uh somebody says this is a fancy word that apparently somebody else believed before. That's fine. Uh you got we got a lot of scholars in here. You guys read way too much. You need to explore your mind and quit reading so much. Quit watching TV and and you got all these uh scholarly books and schools of theology and things like that and Everybody always comes at me and you're a this, you're a that, you're a neoplatist or whatever uh like Platoism or whatever you know, I don't even know all those terms I don't nobody's actually said that to me. I just heard that on a podcast the other day where these two intellectual guys were going back and forth the whole time with all these big fancy words, and guys, I'm not here to throw fancy words at you. I'm just here to try to figure it out with you because I can't figure it out on my own. We have to figure it out as one. Okay, Um, so as one, we are one. Um, Randy, great, uh, great question there. Well, Randy says it is a statement, but I think it's a good question because it says God is the Alpha and the Omega. And I think we need to look at that verse um, and look at where that comes in. And I'm going to look it up because i want to see if we can decipher this for for everyone in the class everybody in the back here uh so this is in revelation um purportedly being from the point of view of jesus um again we don't 100 percent know where this text was written from or who wrote it Um, it's attested to john but most scholars from what i've read disagree about that um But it says, I am the Alpha, the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. Revelation 22, 13. Blessed are those who wash the robes, that they may have the right to the tree of life, that they may go through the gates into the city. Um, And so, again, you know, I have my doubts on Revelation. I'm not saying it's not 100% legit, but I'm just saying I, I question where did it come from? What does it actually mean? Some of the things in it. Are very tied to Old Testament things and a lot of the words that Jesus said that we have recorded in the Gospels and in the Gnostic Gospels are what I would consider to be largely in disagreement with a lot of those systems of understanding our spiritual prowess Um, and so revelation kind of harkens to a lot of those especially with like celestial cities Um, and so I understand it more as metaphysical existence as a part of the supreme being as an actual child of it. So, um, but that's just my opinion. So, uh, but again, every time we quote anything like that, we've got to understand where it comes from. And there's actually six verses that I can find right here. You got revelation, 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 Isaiah. So, yeah, I mean, here we go. Thus says the Lord, the King of Israel and his redeemer, uh the lord yahweh of hosts uh, i am the first and the last there's no god besides me and remember guys remember as we look at all of this and we just take a really authentic look at it and if you've watched my channel before and you've watched the yaldabaoth series and the series on the anunnaki then like this yahweh character falls into the enlil character the extraterrestrial god Uh, the Yaldabaoth beast, Um, and in fact the description of Yahweh is the exact same description as the beast who bears the beast system in Revelation, it's literally exactly described, and I won't read it right now, I've done it in plenty of videos before, you can go check it out, Uh, but so a lot of what's in Isaiah, you know this, uh, I am the first and last, there's no other God besides me, you know, it's like we we literally know this is coming from the Yahweh uh, voice in the Bible, so, we have to ask what is that voice? And then look at the characteristics of what that did, and then look at what Jesus actually says about who the supreme being is, the supreme uh entity or the supreme source is, whatever you want to call it. So um Umbrella, one true source, then gods and angels, etc. Many later many layers. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, just like we have many layers of the animal kingdom, we're gonna have many layers of different realms, different realities, um, different dimensions. Um, and by the way, I don't think anything exists outside of itself within a different dimension. So like all the way up to the theoretical 12th dimension, um, I would think that all things exist in the same at once. Um, just because I can't see it doesn't mean it's not right here with me. Right. Like we, we, we understand that and, and if you study anything like joe rogan's talked about the d m t realms um you know i've got to separate that for the algorithm here uh then there's a lot of entities within those realms and and are those not inherently just our ability to see behind the veil between the 3d and the 4d or, or whatever d it is you know we can we can see a little bit further and so all of that happening at once together, but then eternity being this thing that everything that has happened, will happen, could possibly happen in any multiverse, is. Not is going to be, not was, but it just is. That's eternity. It's not forever, it just is. It's in that present moment. That's why meditation is so powerful, guys, because you can focus on that singular moment. And the human mind has to catch up every moment. You got to re-update your little computer brain every moment, into this moment of, I'm here now. I'm here now. I'm here now. But when you you find those just tiny little milliseconds of bliss in that, that's where the heaven is, right? Like that's where that that kingdom of God is is within. It's hidden in this moment, right where you are. So. Um, Stacy says, isn't it beautiful? Absolutely, Stacy. Absolutely. So Randy and we had several other comments like that, um, that are, you know, Bible verse quotes. Um, just know know where the source comes from, know where the source text comes from, and understand the context around it to see what the characteristics of the thing saying that is. And so again, I'm more of a Buddha Jesus Krishna kind of guy because I like the works, the acts the, the love and the light of those masters of those, uh, sons of God or those avatars or those incarnations, whatever you want to call them. Um, I think it's absolutely beautiful. So yes, I've read Alan Watts or really just listened to the YouTube videos, but, um, he's got some pretty far out thoughts. Uh, I really, really like, um, uh, I can't even remember his name right now, but yeah, I I listen to a lot of like philosophers from, yesteryear from the 60s and 70s. Um, but a lot of these thoughts, just so you guys know, are authentic and then it's it's weird that I will then hear a video that a philosopher from the 60s said. And so, um, you know, I'm not just regurgitating. I think that's one of the biggest accusations that people like myself get is that we're just regurgitating what's already been there. And when you download it for yourself into your own consciousness, and then you share it authentically out of flow coming from source through you, um, it's really, really hard to deny. And so we end up in a place where uh, people will speak scripture, quote, doctrine or dogma to me, and it has zero effect because this is just authentic. Like you're just getting it as it comes, hot off the burner kind of thing, like right out of the frying pan. Like why do I need to go to something that we don't even understand because we don't understand the culture behind it, the motives behind it, or the canonization or even the manipulation behind uh, any certain documents. That's why I read all different types of things and try to combine it into a a bigger conscious view of what's actually going on. So uh, thank you guys for the gifts on TikTok. Seriously, God bless you guys. 10,000 likes on TikTok today. Um, I don't know how many likes I can't see over here on Facebook, but if you're watching the restream on YouTube or the podcast audio um version thank you guys uh, you can check out my website support what we're doing at any given time com. randy absolutely holy spirit that's that spirit source coming through me right now brother just pouring that holy spirit you want to call it the holy mother spirit you can call it spirit you can call it uh the ruach whatever you want to call it it's that wind that just blows through the soul when you start speaking and flowing on this type of thing um and as long as you know it's in alignment with those higher messages of love light unity um acceptance joy peace uh again the messages of buddha krishna and christ himself um then then i mean that's really where i flow from my friends so Uh, And to me, that's the only thing in my life that saved me, that's helped me because I've operated out of the doctrine and dogma and I had all the verses and I knew I was saved and I had Jesus and I had the cross and I had all of that stuff. And I even had intimate experiences with what I thought was that that entity. And as I just expand that consciousness and zoom out and get a much, much more macro view of everything, um, it starts to make uh, a lot more sense as to what all of this really is. And there's different, like, uh, every culture has, like, a Holy Spirit-type character, you know. Uh, I think in Hindu it's prana. Um, you've got, like, the kundalini uh, energy. You've got the Holy Spirit energy, that flame on the third eye or on the crown chakra. Um, and so it's it's one love. One love, guys. It's one love. So I'm not here to debate. Um, and, you know, nobody uh, n- nobody needs to save me. I get a lot of people that think that I'm fine. Um, I'm just here to open up your mind, open up your heart. And I think that there's a much bigger, much more beautiful reality. If we all just stop, agree to it, um, and quit constructing our own little realities and our own idols of what we think God is or what we think we are and just stop and look at what the authentic reality is and how cosmic, how eternal, how energetic, how much of the light we really are and unfortunately we have all these things in our physical reality you've got like the flesh and you know the concepts of sin uh fear is one of the biggest things all of these things just lie to us all the time about who we really are all of those things are lies um that's why jesus said you know i didn't come to call righteous people but call centers to repentance it's just a re- a repairing of your energy sources uh, to authentically see with your full self um, as much as you can in this 3d plane and return to knowledge of your divine origin um, and your actual sonship as the son of god as the singular son of god all beings in the universe being christ together and that's is a reality i want to live in guys so i hope that makes sense today i love you thank you so much y'all have a beautiful afternoon i hope this cute little guy or big guy whatever he's actually quite big if you see he's in front of a river here and there's some plants and stuff this was my vision of ezekiel by the kabar river having this really really wild psychic vision so um anyway but uh, thank you truth that travels Thank you, Caribbean. Uh, thank you, Missy, for being here. We've got a lot of Mythos members in the house. Thank you, guys. I love you all. Uh, Ashley, thanks for being here. Robin, thanks for being here. Uh, you guys have a beautiful, beautiful day. Don't forget to like, comment, share, subscribe. Like, literally, I have people that come here and watch, and they don't even think to subscribe. So uh, that tells the algorithms, like, hey, this guy's doing good. And you can jump over to my YouTube channel now, too. That way you don't miss the restream of this later on. Um, it's YouTube. Um, and then just search at a apple cub cooker, C U B K U K E R. Again, everything's on my website, www.cubcooker.com C U B K U K E R. Uh, amen. Randy. Thank you. Uh, Randy says, may God send you angelic protection. He has, man, you have no idea the wild spiritual energetic warriors that I have around me, the anointing that's on my head, the, the power and the spirit that flows through me. Uh, It's just amazing, man. If you could see the auras, the energies and the angelic entities around me right now, it would blow your third eye. Um, So thank you for that. I appreciate that. And you too, my brother. Uh, I just pray that you have uh, that everybody, by the way, everybody has um, a spirit on them that allows them to just open up and accept and and invite these uh, entities that want to help guide us, help love us help hold our reality together, help expand our reality. Um, And again, we don't worship them uh, because there is no worship. Worship is something for the lower gods. The true worship is the gnosis, the realization of being the child of the supreme being. That is the true worship. That is all the father wants, right? That's all the mother wants, right? And so ultimately that's my true worship for me personally. Um you do you. You know we love all cultures, faiths, traditions, orientations here. Uh this is a rainbow cornucopia of people here. I love you all the star seeds, all the light workers. Have a beautiful day. I'm going to see you guys tomorrow. Peace.